Dan. Didi. Oh, I thought Welcome it would be the back. Three. Dude, I'm happy to be back. Uh, it was nice hearing you guys talk about me on the podcast. Of um, I thought that was nice. There were a couple things that I wanted to address with you. <laughs> Chris is not here. One thing I want to address. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Chris is not here. One thing I want to address. Um, you guys, Chris was asking the question about they were they actually they were polling people him and katie have been polling people about three kids yes and to my friends chris and katie if you guys are polling people about having a third kid you probably shouldn't have a third kid <laughs> yet <laughs> um, like i'm not saying never i'm yeah. saying yes if you feel the need to ask people <laughs> you probably shouldn't have one yet <laughs> There's one thing. Second thing, Dan, why do you hate the Prudential Center so much? Dude, it's just trash. It's just for a, an event like the VMAs. You know, nothing screams more New Jersey than Prudential and for some reason. And it's just so second tier. I, I don't I don't understand it. I don't for for an event like that. It doesn't belong there. I just never been a fan and i saw that and i was so offended it was legitimately my favorite thing from the podcast <laughs> you just, I was like, i'm just like listening it's like what is why does he hate the prudential center i was like did he go there for a playoff game in the 90s or something and it just like broke his heart and he just hates this place like what the hell happened to you at the prudential center oh, like, no I, just, I don't know mtv trying to save money or something you know Radio City Music Hall, Staples Center, which I'll, I'll still continue to call it that, and then the Prudential Center, because those don't belong in the same category. God, That's all I gotta say. Dude, <laughs> dude, it's so funny. But um, here's a question I have to ask you, Um, because okay. we're talking all things football-themed things on this episode, so if you hate football-themed things, just go listen to a past episode or come back next week. So <laughs> I have to ask you this. I heard it's about stadiums. Because I saw people after the West Virginia, during the West Virginia Pit game and after it, calling a Creasure Stadium, formerly known as Heinz Field, the ACK. And I'm like, is that the thing now? Is Does that make you feel better? Like, will that make people feel better about calling the Crypto.com Center, which used to be Staples Center? If they start calling it the Crypt or something, is that going to make people <laughs> feel better? I don't know, but I saw a lot of people calling it the Act and less of Heinz Field. So, did that make right. you feel better? Um, It helps. I will say that. It helps. Um, Because I, I have seen that gaining some traction as well. And calling it the Act, yeah, a little cooler not referencing some random <laughs> insurance company from Michigan that nobody's ever heard of before. So I, I don't think people have completely dropped it or ever will really fu fully drop Heinz field. I think people are going to calling it that for a long, long time, but people are really trying to get comfortable. The act is a much easier transition than Accusure, Accusure, whatever stadium. So <laughs> I'm I'm warming up to that. It's it's at least helping. It's at least helping. <laughs> Accrisure. I said it completely wrong. Accrisure. I I mean you listen. and everybody else. It's <laughs> fine. You know. 
another reason why no one should why people well, call it Heinz Field still yeah. right like <laughs> just call it the act but yeah because there's a lot of stadiums changing names and a lot of people aren't happy with them but I'm just like I, I don't know what makes it better and I'm just trying to figure that out myself because saying crypto.com just makes me sound like a nerd who loves crypto yeah and I really yeah. think that's the the heart of the issue with crypto.com because no one has a problem saying SoFi Stadium Cause like that's true. No one has a problem. It's just saying crypto.com makes you feel like you're into crypto. And there's no beef if you're in the crypto. It's just not everybody really is into it. Yeah, like in uh what Louisville, the KFC Yum Center. Everybody's down for that. Everybody Perfect. loves that name. Who doesn't Perfect. love the Yum brand? Who doesn't love KFC? I mean, yeah. you really gotta think, people. You really gotta think what's gonna connect. It's not just in a name, it's not yeah. just in a name credential <laughs> <laughs> well dan let's get this episode started what's up it's the brunch jake breakdown it's dd out here in los angeles dan is in pittsburgh and chris is on the toilet <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say there but shouts to chris uh, hope you feel better uh next week <laughs> today on the show all things football we're going to be talking about uh nfl alternate alternate helmets we got some cool graphics for that so if you haven't watched this on youtube make sure you go do that we're gonna be talking the best nfl network theme songs because there's some new ones popping up which i am uh, uh very excited to talk to you about and get your thoughts on that and we just have a bunch of other football topics 12 team college football playoff is happening in a few years and just whatever else that we talk about with football while we're here for this hour of the brunch breakdown but before we get started dan let everybody know where they can find us that's right you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere quite literally anywhere you can listen to podcasts you can find the brunch breakdown simply search the brunch breakdown make sure you hit follow hit subscribe let those episodes come to you each and every wednesday brand new episodes each and every wednesday don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, I will be here for you. I don't know who will co-host with me each and every week, but I will be here for you. And yes, I'm renegotiating my salary because I'm working twice as hard. So thank you for your concerns out there. But hit follow, hit subscribe. Uh, did he mention our video episodes as well? Full video episodes of our podcast are available each and every Wednesday as well uh, on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Those premiere noon Eastern. 9 a.m. Pacific, available on demand anytime you'd like to watch after that. Of course, we're everywhere on social media. Why aren't you following us on social media? Why haven't you done it yet? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. Pick one, pick them all. At Brunch Breakdown, follow us. We follow you back. And of course, do not forget the Sounds of Brunch playlist each and every Friday, most of the time, <laughs> exclusively on Spotify. We give you what we're listening to. That will get updated whenever the part-time workers of this podcast send all their information along and I will update it for you exclusively on Spotify. So there you go. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I would say let's start getting off our chest, but I feel like you just did that a little bit. Just a little just, bit. <laughs> just did that a little bit, Dan. All right. We get it. That's cool. Well, Dan, get it off yeah. your chest. If you haven't done it enough already, since you're on a roll, I'm going to keep it. rolling. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to keep rolling. You know, I'm on a, I'm on fire right now. Um, this is a football episode. Uh, Didi, you picked the the wrong the right week to take off last week, the wrong week to, to join this week after your uh, <laughs> your Mountaineers and our Pit Panthers battled, battled quite literally at the act this pack week past weekend, uh Hale Pit, ladies and gentlemen. However, I want to talk about college football. And this has actually been kind of coming for a while. This there's 
this has been building up for me. And this is one of the things we haven't talked about. And I'm, I kind of wish Chris was here specifically for this because I feel like he'd be on the defensive. But I'd be curious to get his <laughs> thoughts. But I, I, I do want your thoughts because okay. I feel like you're going to be able to hear me out here. Right. College football is truly one of the greatest sports we have in this country. No question. But ladies and gentlemen, the system is broken. And before you think, I'm not talking about the rankings and the playoffs and the conferences, which we're getting into a little bit of that. We already know that's broken. That's not news to anybody, <laughs> right? But these games take too damn long. They take too long. And here's the thing. We don't complain about it like we do with baseball uh, because, or even some NFL games because the sport is so damn exciting. So people don't care how long it takes. It's Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, that doesn't bother anybody. And because most of the time it's super exciting, people don't care. They just, they're happy to see an exciting product. Um, but this is absurd. <laughs> How long these games take, it, it needs, it needs fixed. I love college football, but if you want to watch two games on a Saturday, that's eight hours right there. Eight hours if they go back to back. That's your day. Okay. Last year, I attended a game. I kid you not, went just shy of five hours. A regulation football game went just shy of five hours. That was, that's the day. It's it. It's over. It's physically, mentally exhausting. Last week, Pitt, West Virginia, just shy of four hours. That might be fine for some people, but you know what? The rest of us, it needs to come to an end. It needs to stop. We need to do something about this. And I'm not just a complainer. I'm here with solutions, right? Here's a couple things we can do. First of all, we all can agree ESPN is certainly to blame with their massive commercial breaks and number of commercial breaks. They, they like plenty of blame, okay? The networks play a role here. Here's some things we can do within the game. The whole stopping the clock on every first down so we can move the chains, that let's eliminate that. Okay. We don't need it to bump up scoring. You know, we don't need the chain gang, doesn't need the extra time to move. They do it in the NFL. I know they've started where it stops momentarily and then they will reset it. So it's not a complete stop, but all those seconds add up to extra time we don't need anymore. The play clock is long enough. Here's another thing. Limit official review times. This is what they do in the NFL. When officials re replay a play, they have, I think it's 30 or 60 seconds to look at it. And once that time is up, boop, that screen goes out and they have to make a decision. It's that simple. If you can't figure it out in 30 or 60 seconds, then the play stands. You shouldn't need that much longer to do it. Okay. Because replay in college football is horrendous. Here's another thing. After a review, and the NFL has adopted this because the NFL was having similar problems too with their games going over three hours and people were complaining. Now I'm trying to get this game under four for crying out loud. So after a review, don't wait for the network to come back and then the referee get on his microphone and announce it to everybody. Once you make the call and review it, make the call to the stadium. And then when TV comes back, the ball's already in place and the announcer's just bringing you back up to speed. Here's what they said. Ready to go. Again, adding up.
time. More and more and more. The NFL has done a better job shortening their games. These are some major things college football needs to do to fix the game. Let's take these few simple steps and keep these games under four hours, people. That's just what I'm trying to do. Make the most of your Saturday so you can watch more games, do more things, tailgate longer, have a little bit more fun. That's what I'm out here for, you, the people. Dude, I am 100% with you. And you know the biggest problem with this and why this will never change is because the NFL, as you mentioned the NFL a couple times, it's they're all in like all the networks in the NFL, they're all under the NFL umbrella. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a commissioner of the NFL. All these people work for the NFL and they all want their games to go. So yeah, you don't want, cause the NFL has their window. It's like, you've got 10, a, right. you've got the 10 AM games or whatever. You got the one, a, you got the 1 PM games, you got the 4 PM games and you got the one game at night. They don't want those 1 PM games running in to the 4 PM games. And I didn't realize how big of a deal this was until I moved to the West coast. Cause I didn't care about the 4 PM games before then. Right. So like yeah. now people care about that. So like when you have all these games bleeding into the later games, these networks are not happy. It's like I need Steelers Browns at 1 p.m. to be over so we can put on 49ers versus whatever at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. and no one and you know we get that audience. So that's why the NFL's doing that. But with college football, all these networks are their own thing. The NCAA is isn't in charge of anybody. And so <laughs> they all so CBS is like I don't care. We'll hold the audience forever for Alabama, Auburn. I don't give a shit about West Virginia Pitt on the other channels. So that's like, that's really the biggest issue with that is like trying to shorten these games. Like where the network's like, no, like I'm putting as many Tostitos commercials on as we possibly can. That's what we're doing. So and then you're just leaving those uh, local news uh, anchors <laughs> held hostage, waiting, waiting. The six, six, six and seven o'clock news turns into eight forty five, the and they've just been waiting the whole time. Those poor people. <laughs> yeah, it's it, dude. It's the best when they just come on for five minutes and they're like, "All right, there was a shooting. Uh, let's go to sports." All right, that's it. Jimmy Kimmel's next. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they've been waiting. Like they came in for work. There's reporters who did like, you know, minute and a half packages on school board meetings and all this other important shit. And they're like, well, guys, broadcast is five minutes long tonight. So here we go. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. And you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It won't. There's no need. There's no need from the top down to fix it like there was and is in the NFL. And it's a shame. It is. It's getting worse. It's getting worse and it's physically and mentally draining. I'm just, we're just out here trying to help people. Dude, just replay at a time. I want replay to go away in all sports though. That's a whole different conversation for its own. It's like, I just want it all to go away. I want it all to go away. I hear these people saying like, oh, well, whatever it takes to get it right. No, no. I don't need to sit there for 30 extra minutes of combined replay time in a game for them to get it right. They should be able to figure that out quicker than that or just move on. That's it. I'm I'm with you. Like I'm just like I'm I'm good. Like if they would have said the catch at the end of the West Virginia Pit game was a good catch, I'd have been like, I'm cool with it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's go. Let's, it's fine. I don't need to sit here and wait for another replay. That's fine. I'm good. Right. All right. Uh, well, let me get this off my chest since it is football. Uh, shouts to my bruncher of the week, C.J. Stroud from the Ohio State Buckeyes. Here's why. This guy, genius looked around at his football team one day and was just like, my God, these are the worst dressers in the universe. (laughs) So my man went and got an NIL deal with Express and made sure that his whole team was a part of it. 
He was like, you walk-ons who wear sweatpants all the time, you offensive linemen, you dress like trash. You're not going to embarrass me on national TV in the first week of the season against Notre Dame. Here's $500 Express gift card. Not just $500. Here's $500 specifically to Express to go get yourself looking right for game day. And C.J. Stroud, you are the bruncher of the week because you wanted your guys to look good on national TV. And I cannot hate on that. Dude, that, I mean, that's, it's hard for me to give anybody with any affiliation to Ohio state credit for anything. And I'm sure even more particularly difficult for you as a Notre Dame fan to do that this, (laughs) this week, but it is hard to argue against that, that that dude picked the right deal, the right place and looked out for all his boys. Yes. All his boys. So you can't do nothing, but, Salute that as yes, bruncher of the week, no doubt. Dude, no doubt. It's such a genius deal, too, because like you're gonna have like express like showing, yo, we do suits for big dudes too. Like we do yeah. suits for all shapes and sizes. Let's go. It's so smart for them to do a deal with a football player, football team. It's just so smart because they have deals with NBA players, but like NBA players are long and tall. But like football players, a lot of different shapes and sizes going on there. Very different. And like yeah. shouts to Express. That's it's a very smart thing right there. Yeah. You're a marketer. It's, it's very smart. It's genius. Genius on both parts. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's oof, that opens up a whole other conversation. If you were a college athlete, what who would you go after for an NIL deal? Who's like, whose door are you knocking on? Be like, let's partner together. Express got to be in the top five. Well, Wow, that's a good one. That's you know what right. we're gonna we're gonna t- stick a pin in that. We're gonna save that one. Stick a pin in that. <laughs> we're gonna save that one because I don't want to just I don't want to just waste the good topic on like not I'm not right. really thought out. But that's a good one. Who are you not? Whose door are you knocking on? I like it. I like it. All right. Well, Dan, uh, uh, let's talk about some beer. What are you drinking, man? What are we drinking? Let's do that. We can't forget about beer for crying out loud. That's what we're here for too. It's. You know, college football, NFL football yes. we're talking about. It's yes, be, it's a fantastic time for beer, too, as we wind down summer, get into fall. The fall beers are, uh, are coming here. You know, it's, yeah, it's, man. it's a wonderful time. It's a it wonderful is a, time for beer. It is a wonderful time, and I am going to get us started here. And so here's the thing. So uh did a little traveling recently, and um I want to... Give a shout out to because right now I'm drinking Pacifico, but that's I'm drinking Pacifico. Shout out Pacifico. We love Pacifico. Can never go wrong. One of the greatest beers yeah. on planet Earth. Unofficial sponsor of the brunch breakdown. But yes. I need to send you this video so you can see what I am talking about, Dan. And okay. I should have sent it to you earlier, but you know what? Guess what? Screw it. Just send it to you now. So hopefully you get that text like right now. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Union City Brewing in baltimore maryland for having the goat ipa and the reason it's called the goat ipa is because it's all themed after ed reed so it's got an awesome picture of ed reed on it it's it's all purple can it's just a sweet thing and the beer was pretty good was it the goat ipa absolutely not but was it good Yeah, it was good. So shouts to Union City Brewing in Baltimore, Goat IPA, uh, that they just put out uh, for the goat, Ed Reed. Wow. That's a lot of emotions with that. I haven't, it's, it hasn't come through yet. So I'm, I'm very curious about the visual. Um, all right. Ed Reed is one of my top, like, top 10 most hated athletes of all time. I Listen, Here you know, is. this another Ooh. reason why I brought it up. Okay. 
This is an incredible can. I know. That's what I'm saying. And so I like understand. It's really hard to like be mad at that. Yeah. Because he was a super annoying opponent. Mm-hmm. Face multiple times a year. But this is a fantastic can. Really well done. Yeah. That's the reason why I had to come. I had to come heavy with it just because I knew yeah. I knew it would, hurt, it would tug on the heartstrings for you, Troy Polamalu and Steeler fans and all of that. Yes. You guys are like, he yes. is not the goat. We will call him no. number two, <laughs> 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 but he is not the goat. Um, right. Right. But yeah, but no, that can was worth seeing. And I, I had to show that to you. But yeah, it is. Uh, But it's a really good beer and, you know, a lot of breweries in, in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. So shouts to them. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, very nice. Uh, one I've got for us here today is from Old Thunder Brewing, which uh, is in Dan Blonox, a little outside of Berg. <laughs> and uh, I've had one of the, theirs on a little ways back now. Um, so, and this is their uh, False Kingdom uh, IPA. And let me tell you, another incredible can right here um i like and i'm getting a lot of tropical notes with it a lot of tropical a little bit of melon maybe and it's very very smooth not necessarily hop forward uh nice juicy clean ipa uh from from old thunder and this is my first one from them that i've it's really they're usually pretty hop forward with their stuff you know a little bit of bitterness this one is quite the opposite. So I was very excited to get something a little bit different from Old Thunder in the uh, False Kingdom with the pretty badass can right there as well. Is uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. I enjoy. So shouts to Old Thunder. Yeah, dude, that's a sweet can. I like it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It cracks me up because I just realized like I've been here for eight years, right? So so many things have happened in Pittsburgh since I've been there, since I since I've like lived there. And it's <laughs> right. hilarious to hear where these breweries are. That's what cracks me up. It's like <laughs> Blonox. <laughs> Blonox, McKee's Rocks, Homestead. We're going down there for a night. <laughs> cracks me up that like these are the places where things are, and it's just how things are, you know, changing. And you know, it's it's just, it's just hilarious. But yeah, like I said, I still need to uh I don't know, do I need to I just need to do a beer tour there. I need you to do, do one so bad. Next time through, yeah. Next yeah. time through where it's not a major life event or holiday yeah. or wedding or something like that. We uh we'll take you to the best of the best. We'll yeah. we'll give you the good stuff. Yeah, luckily, like, I feel like you were the last. I got a couple of people in my life who might be on, like, their second weddings, but, like, those aren't as important. So, um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's done. So, I feel like every trip home now will just be right. for pleasure. I will do all I want. Yeah, I like, all right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, let's get into it. Football brunch, sir. All right. So, um, first thing, let's talk about... NFL starting this week and I want to go through the NFL theme songs because as you know a lot of different NFL networks we've got one big one popping up Amazon is now the home of Thursday night football and uh yeah let's let's go through some of these let's pick the best one yeah I'm gonna pull up a little uh, about minute clip here is what we're gonna see as long as I can do it there it is. There we go. And so this is going to run through the major five, uh, about a one minute clip, and we'll 
we'll see what we think here. So, all right. Now this is Thursday Night Football, formerly the NFL Network. Moving to Amazon. You know that one? Oh the yeah. NFL on CBS. Oh yeah. You can already smell Iron Eagle. <laughs> oh yes, the NFL on Fox. All right, Didi, there you are. Honestly, chills. All those. That's just good stuff right there. (laughs) Dude, it's funny. The things that get me hyped for, like, football are just have nothing to do with football at all. And that really (laughs) did get me excited. Like, I I don't think I've ever been that excited to hear the CBS theme. So I'm like, oh, my God, football starts this week. Holy shit. Like, that honestly, listening to that got me extremely hyped. I'm like, oh, crap. That's right. Football starts. Okay. All of them in one minute. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you think? Do you have do you have a a top? Was one stick out as the best? Do you have a ranking order? How do you how do you put these in in it's, any sort of ranking? It's Fox for me. I Isn't think it? Fox has the best one. That's that's what I think. And it's funny listening to those like all in a row like that because you don't usually listen to them like that you know it's like you hear yeah. it and then four hours later you hear another one and then four hours later yeah. you hear another one you don't <laughs> right. really hear them in a row like that so it's interesting hearing them like that because i don't think if you told if you just told me to like pick one just like off the top of my head without playing that i don't think i would have picked fox but after hearing okay that, i'm like it's fox like fox really gets you going Da-da-da-da-da. it's i yeah and it's fox. like conic it's iconic that's one thing and that's what i love about a lot of these is that they really haven't changed much Mm -hmm. maybe slightly um but that one really hasn't changed much and it is it's it's really really good um for me my number one i think is nbc sunday night football and i don't know i don't know if it's the horns i don't know (laughs) if it's me you know getting ready to hear al michaels after that or if it's just you know big game environment on sunday night football the one game that's on um i love that song i i i absolutely love that song nfl on fox would be two okay if i had to put it in order that would be two nfl on cbs three um espn used to uh, or monday night football used to be very very iconic um it's just not as good when you when you hear them in a row like that. Mm-mm. Especially the newer version. Not as strong. Not as strong. <laughs> but the thing about Monday Night Football is that it has another song. So like That's true. All my rowdy friends is more to me the NFL theme is more the Monday Night Football theme song than that theme song. Right. 
You know what right. I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that in whatever way they do it, whatever rappers they put with them at the, you know, <laughs> when they mess up, they do that song all the time or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, like that that song is more like synonymous to Monday Night Football to me than their actual theme song. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Um do we know if that NFL, that Thursday night football, that one, that has to change now that it's moving to Amazon, right? Do you think that would change? Yeah. The first one we heard, it's got to change. Yeah, it's got to change. Also, but it's got to change. And I heard like a snippet of it on something. Okay. And it's it's kind of the same thing. I feel like they had a chance to do something different. It's still yeah. like, you know, big horns, big whatever. I just feel like you could have done something a little different instead of kind of sounding like the rest of them but we'll see on thursday i don't think they've unveiled the whole thing yet but like we'll right. find out yeah because that's because that's the thing about even some of these like we're talking nfl but college football and networks like most of those songs sound the same there's some sort of like march you know marching band drum and wh- whistle and everything they all just kind of sound the same um but these ones just iconic just iconic. That's one thing NFL has been able to do right with these. But yeah, Sunday Night Football, NFL on Fox. It's Chills Week, man. It's Chills Week where <laughs> we just got college football back. NFL's back on Thursday, rolling into Sunday. We've got weekends full of football once again. It's a wonderful time. It's a wonderful time. It really is. A, it really is a great time. You just forget. And it feels good, too. I don't know what the weather's like there. But like we are under a um, record-breaking heat wave, <laughs> like oh. so bad that um, no one is allowed to water anything at any time. Um, Ooh, yeah, so I'm gonna have a sheet of brown grass in the back very soon. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's like it just—I don't know—it's really hot, but like also football's on, so like when you can't go outside because it's just like so hot. It's like football's on. So it's like, it's nice. I don't know how much my kids mm-hmm. enjoy that. They probably don't, but like, right. <laughs> you know, they got, that's why they have millions of dollars of toys in my living room that they, yeah, they have plenty so, to keep themselves yeah, busy. Plenty, yeah. plenty, While plenty, you rock plenty. out to some of these theme songs and watch some eight, five hour football games. It's uh, all good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, just the length of these games. Gotta, gotta stop. Gotta stop. But yeah, I mean, I just, but those are the things that I just, I don't know. I enjoy. Are there any other leagues um, uh, besides football that you like the songs better? Is there any song that you like better than the NFL? Oh, man. That's a really good question. Um, (laughs) The NBA on NBC. John Tesh. That that old school one that was maybe the the my favorite of all time the goat yeah the goat but like currently no 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 because nobody can outdo that um baseball has an okay one baseball on fox had like their old school one i don't know if they still use or not that one's good but i don't think any that i like better than like i said that nbc uh nba and nbc or NBC Sunday Night Football. Apparently, NBC is the place to go yeah. for the themes for me. Apparently, that's yeah. it. That's the. What about you? Is there another? No, that was the one that was like in my head. Was um, yeah, because I know like in the the NHL on ESPN they brought back their 
theme song and stuff from back mm-hmm. in the day. And that reminds me of like the video game and all that stuff too. Um, yeah. But yeah, the NBA on NBC and it's just, you know, there's no NBA on NBC. So you just can't use it anymore. Um, right. And I thought they would right. use it during the Olympics just for fun. And they just didn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Olympics. That's a good one, though. That I mean, you oh. know who you're talking to. Here. Oh, yes. Yes. That's. Now that's that, more than just a theme. That's more than just a theme. Song that's a lifestyle. Right that's yeah. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's a culture. It's a way to live, ladies and gentlemen. Another um, great one. And on NBC, what do you know? <laughs> you oh want that peacocks figured it out. <laughs> okay, and then let's get to our next topic, Dan. Um, <laughs> NFL alternate helmets. It's always <laughs> fun. When this comes up, I mean, because nothing really, um, I feel like nothing really goes crazy on the internet more than like, like Jersey news or helmet uniform news. People love this stuff and whether it's real or fake or anything, they love it. And this happens to be real. The NFL's 2022 alternate helmets. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready because we have. Let's see, two, four, six, eight, ten alternate helmets, and then four throwback helmets, which is the same thing, by the way. It's just, <laughs> it's an alternate helmet that you've had in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is the first year in quite some time that the NFL has been able to do this because they, with concussion issues, they had uh, a helmet rule in place that you couldn't have more than one type of helmet for a team for the season which is why some teams haven't been able to do certain throwback uniforms because they couldn't do a matching helmet uh one of them i mean like the the tampa bay bucks have been yearning for that creamsicle jersey to come back and they haven't because they haven't been able to use the helmet and according to this maybe they're not going to (laughs) um so this is the that's why there's been like so many coming out for this year that uh they can now use a secondary helmet once again uh throughout the season so uh we got a lot to choose from here some interesting designs yes we do and um i want to start with one that Mm -hmm. should never be coming back and that's the patriots old helmet oh it's ugly i hate that helmet i think it's dumb i hate helmets with real people on them it's just (laughs) stupid I've always hated that helmet. There's nothing. I hate those uniforms, those old Patriots uniforms. I hate. I hate everything yeah. about that. So, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of those. Okay. I kind of like those, and I hate that team very, very much. But maybe it's just because <laughs> it's not their current look, and that's what burned me all throughout the 2000s was that look in that jersey. Um yeah, so we have Cowboys, Fac- Falcons, Giants, Patriots with throwback helmets, Bears, Bengals, Cardinals, Commanders, Cowboys, Eagles, Jets, pa- Panthers, Saints, Texans with alternate helmets. Uh, since you went throwback helmet first, uh, the helmet I like dislike here the least is the Giants old helmet. I hate that dark blue. <laughs> I hate the word Giants on the side. I think when they made the switch back to the NY kind of a brighter blue was much more better way to go. I know they had far more success in this era, but I just think it's, I think it's ugly. I really think it's ugly and I don't like it. 
<laughs> it's funny because I am saying that's one of my favorites. It's Get not my favorite, here. but it's number two because really? it just little giants, man. That's all yeah. I think about when I see that logo. I'm like, yeah, that logo makes, fair. puts a smile to my face because of little giants. And that's all I see when I see that helmet. Like, I have no feelings for any in, in, in New York football team, but that right. helmet just is that movie to me. It's kind of like how Mighty Ducks is to a lot of other people, too, when they throw out their old logo and stuff like that. It's like no one really feels any way about the Anaheim Ducks, but right. <laughs> but it's just like you think Mighty Ducks when you see that logo. That's fair. That's I didn't think about it that way. You're right. That definitely makes it a little more likable for me um and i like the i like what the falcons are doing with the throwback red i like the red up against the black i think they do it better than any other team that has that combination of color the kind of bright red helmet black and white stripe um and that looks like is that the old logo too yeah that's not the newer updated version of the falcons logo that's the older logo so i i do dig the fountain falcons with their throwback look there yeah um Let's go to our favorites here. My favorite, Bengals. Absolutely. No question. I'm like obsessed Bengals. with this. Yeah, I'm obsessed with this. I When teams do this alternate helmet stuff and whatnot, sometimes I'm just like, why aren't these just your uniforms? Mm-hmm. Like, why isn't this what you wear every week? Change the colors. Change the colors to the stadium. <laughs> make this your thing. Because the Cincinnati Bengals, they barely have a history. change it like no one can change it you know it's like the miami heat have like eight million uh different like miami vice colored jerseys it's like those are your colors now miami heat those are it it's (laughs) like and i feel like with the Bengals this year people are gonna be like guys this this is it this is your look change the stadium i i love this surprisingly i love it too for you know a team that I don't care that much for except for their quarterback um <laughs> and here's the thing I honestly believe they have one of the ugliest helmets and frankly just uniforms overall in the National Football League have yeah. always felt that way that helmet is so ugly but when you take the orange away and make it white and they're going to have this white themed jersey to go along with it they're calling it the white bangle it's like ooh this is sharp and I can get on board. And I'm surprised how much, honestly, I like that. I really dig the look. It it really changes it completely when you go and just keep it simple with uh, with black and white. So honestly, that's my favorite too. It really is. I'm kind of excited to see that on the field. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Now on to um, the team who obviously got the email late. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I was like, is this not their helmet? Like, I honestly was like, at first, when I saw this, I was like, wait, that's that's just their helmet, isn't it? Like, then I'm like, oh wait, no, it's not. Okay, thanks for thanks for showing up late to the class project. Bears, trash. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of these teams that you're like, ooh, did you really put much thought into this at all? <laughs> Um, the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Now, can can you tell me, Didi? The Cowboys are on here twice. 
And I first I thought it was a mistake. <laughs> they have an alternate helmet and they have a throwback helmet. Can you spot the difference? <laughs> Just because I've stared at this graphic this morning, I can tell. Okay. But like it's it's weird. You just think they are just on here twice for no reason. Yeah. Because that's how I you... had to I had to make sure I'm like, who who sent this tweet out? I'm like, oh, it's the NFL. Why are they on here twice? And the alternate has the outline around the star, and the throwback does not. And they both have just like the double black, <clears throat> excuse me, blue and white stripe down the middle. Like they're going to have three helmets this year, and they all look the damn same. That's a team that got the email. And it was like, oh, we have a throwback Jerry Jones. You know, we got to have an alternate, too. We can do that. How many can we have? Three? Give them one of these. Let's combine the two. What? What? No. Yeah. Terrible move. Terrible move. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, the commies. Freaking the, the, the commies, the Washington commies. That's what I will call them because I think I think commanders is such a bad choice of a name. It is, and so is. I'm just gonna call them the commies, which is a worse name, but fine. The Washington commies. What is that? What is that? It's so terrible. It's so boring for and for a team that's trying to you know has a new look and a new name. This is what you came up with. Couldn't be more boring. Terrible. 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 Choice. Terrible choice. Terrible. <laughs> uh, any, any others on here that stick out? I mean, some of them are just black versions of their their helmet yeah. with white, right? Instead yeah. of usually white, right? Yeah, because that's the problem with this. A lot of people got the emails late or just didn't care about this. Because if you told... You couldn't tell me that that wasn't the Cardinals helmet. I thought I like, know. It took me a long time to think about it too and go, where's like, the difference? Yeah, it's like like, oh wait, there's his white. Oh wait, the Jets' helmet is white. The Saints helmet. The yeah. Panthers is silver. Oh. Yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, cuz it's like a lot of these a lot of these helmets are just now the color of the jersey that we've seen. Cuz the Panthers jerseys yeah. are black. Like that's their right. it's one of their jerseys. It's been that way since the nineties. That's one of their jerseys is black. They have a black helmet. What? You haven't had a just Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be their helmet. That that yes. black one. Yes. They should have got rid of that silver one. This Thank is you. this is just the permanent helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just silly. But yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. NFL season for the helmets. Let's go. For the helmets. All for the helmets. Let's do yes. it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into another football topic here. Uh, they announced that there's going to be a 12-team college football playoff in what year? 2026 at the go. latest. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so they they can. There's a contract right now through, I think it's 2025, where it's 14 playoff, but they have the ability to vote again and break the contract if they want, because there's going to be a ridiculous amount of money on the table. So it is no later than 2026. We go from four teams to 12 teams. This has been coming down the road since we knew there was a playoff coming. So it's no surprise. Um, but what are your thoughts? Are you in favor of this against this? I am so against this. I hate it. Are you? I hate it. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I don't like the 14 playoff. Like, I just want a more sophisticated BCS system. 
Like, I understand why the BCS didn't work, but like a lot has changed since 1999 when you started, Mm -hmm. when they started the BCS. But like, we need two teams. Then everyone else can play bowl games. Because I've said this on this podcast several times. I like bowl games. I like when teams from different conferences play each other. I like when teams are just happy that they had a good season. You didn't have the best season, but now you're going to the Rose Bowl or you're going to the Orange Bowl or you're going to the Sugar Bowl. Now it's like, oh, if you didn't make the playoff, it's the worst thing in the world. And I'm like, you should just be happy that you get to go to New Orleans and play in the Sugar Bowl. There doesn't have to be like a championship tied to it. I just don't like that because honestly, it made me think that way watching West Virginia Pitt, right? It's like you have these two teams who are just rivals and it meant a lot because if one of these teams is going to have a good season, it looks like Pitt, maybe the one who has like a really good, has a really good season in front of them. If they lose that game. It's like, Oh shit, man. Like they're going to they that knocks them out of playoff contention. And I like that about college football It's because it's mm-hmm. different than the pros where you can lose six, seven, eight games and you're still good. I like that. Like, you know, some coach has to figure out how to get 90 college kids on the same page every week. I find that to be fascinating about college football. But like now, 12 teams, dude, like 12, that's just too, 12 too many. Like, yeah, it's just too many. I don't, I'm just not, I'm not a fan of that. Cause I don't want, you look at the 12th best team in the country and you're like, you ever think they were going to win the national championship? No. Like, and they, right. they should have a shot at it. <laughs> like, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with your point about bowl games. I, ha- I hate how they're like, they think it adds value to the bowl game. It's like, well, it doesn't for most of the teams that make those bowl games. If you're yeah. putting teams in playoffs, it doesn't matter what the bowl, what the game is called to them. But for the schools that know they're not competing for a championship, but the goal is to make a bowl game, the Rose Bowl, any of those big six games. It means a lot, right? It means a lot for them. But now you kind of do devalue them that they're just going to becoming, and they have been part of the playoff, right? And now you're gonna you're gonna make this even worse. So I think they still have a little bit of. They obviously still have a lot of stuff to figure out because I know uh, one of the reports is that you know like the first round games will be played on college campuses because there aren't enough because they're adding games. Yeah, there's not enough bowl games, so they're adding games, so they're on college campuses, which I think is a good thing. I think that part's a good thing to have games played on college campuses for at least those first round or two or whatever. Um, In terms of obviously this is all about money and another good thing could be is that other teams and other conferences get more money instead of the rich getting richer. The SEC and the Big Ten seem to be the only two conferences that make the final four. So that gets spread out. So that's the good thing. That's not enough though. I'm, 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 I'm with you. I don't like this. Um, there are not 12 teams that could win the national championship. Oh. There simply are not. So 12 shouldn't be eligible to win the national championship. Don't water this system down where a fluke game can completely derail a, the team that is clearly, without a doubt, the national champion. Um, there hasn't been 12 teams, and there won't be for a long time. Let me be honest with you. There hasn't been four teams in the Dude. past three years. If you watch the college football playoff, it's been horrible blowouts everywhere. Now, going into it, you think, okay, yeah, any one of these four for win could win, or maybe one of these two or three. But now that we're making it four, I mean, is it going to make it exciting? Uh, sure. I'm sure it will be. There'll be some upsets and things like that. But the cream needs to just rise to the top at the at the, at the the end of it. And I think 12 
is I think 12 is too many. Eight would have been as far as I push it. Even maybe six, right? Six or eight is maybe the sweet spot. I wasn't sure if I liked the the playoff in the first place. I thought it was going to fix what the BCS messed up. But now what we've seen happen with the playoff has not been good. And now we're making it bigger. And there's just the committees involved. And I don't know, man. I, I Yeah, I the devaluing the bowl games and, you know, I'm already complaining about the games being longer. And now we're going to have more of them, which I love the game. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but now all of a sudden these college kids are playing NFL type schedules to get to the national championship and not all of them need to, frankly, they don't need to. Yeah. And if you think that the everyone's like, oh, the problem, these players are like, you know, deciding not to play in bowl games, deciding not to play whatever. Dude, it's only going to get worse. Oh, because like. Yeah. If I am, like I talked about CJ Stroud at the beginning of the show, if I'm him and he goes through, wins the Heisman Trophy, and like I'm already there, and you're going to put what, how many games is that? Is that three games that would be to go to the national, to win the national championship if you have 12? So, I, yeah. Yeah. So, am I going to attack three games onto this? Because it's not just one game three games it's not just two games it's three games and i'm just like if you're a team on that 12th place team 11th place team who knows i'm gonna go get smoked by alabama because another thing this isn't gonna stop your sec big 10 problem it's only gonna make it worse because every year they're trying to get like texas a&m in who already lost to alabama by 50 and they're gonna and they're the fifth team left they're like the one team left out or something like that it's only gonna make this problem worse like, yeah. you're just going to get every SEC and Big Ten team in. Like, Penn State will be, like, number 11. They're going to get in. No one thinks they're good. They probably lost the – they probably have two team, team teams they've lost to. Like, all these teams are going to – like, it's not going to make it better. It's going to make it worse. And, right. yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a rule. One of the, one of the like, little schools is going to automatically get a bid into the 12 or whatever. And then they're mm-hmm. just going to get smoked. Like, I, right. 12 is too many. It's just – it's – it's too many, and it cheapens what I feel like college football is all about, and that's rivalries and not records. It's what it's it's just about those things. I don't know. I I'm not a fan of this. That's really well said. Yeah, and even as a Pitt fan, you would have said like, well, last year if there would have been 12 team playoff, Pitt would have had a legitimate chance and likely would have been in the playoff, yeah. and would that have been exciting? Yeah, but like also, would Kenny Pickett have looked ahead and go, all right? So what does it matter if we win one of these games and I have to get to, we have to play three to get to the national championship, make increasing the risk of me getting hurt before the NFL draft. So say he sits that game out and then it, like he did the bowl game last year and it's worthless. It's completely worthless. And you're in the playoff and you don't think he would have thought that through like, absolutely. And you're right. It's going to happen. It's going to make it all worse because now it's going to be happening to more players, more teams, NIL throw all that into it as well. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. It's too much about the money and you're right. You're losing what college football is, is all about. Um, throw every record out the window because you're yeah. going to include these games. Now it's just, it's kind of a mess. It's kind of a mess. Cause there certainly are going to be games that are not, you're not going to want to watch them. You're not yeah. going to want to see, you know, they're going to have what a couple, a couple of, uh, they're going to need any buys. No, I guess not. They're not going to need any buys. So no team gets a buy either. So, one versus 12, two versus 11. 
Dude, you know, you, you know on a normal Saturday, that's an exciting matchup, but at the end of the day. You mentioned another thing. Kenny Pickett is a perfect example of this, right? Because Pitt played in what bowl did they play in last year? The Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, yeah, Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl. There you go. They played in one of the big bowls, right? And mm-hmm. big deal. He didn't play in it. Okay. What if you are Team 11? All right. You're 11. You're getting ready to play Alabama. You know your team. You know your two lost team who probably lost to a directional Michigan school. And you're just like, hmm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to <laughs> get hit by Alabama. Yeah. Like, why do I want to do that? Because, like, that would lead to players being, like, at the end of the first quarter being like, well, <laughs> take me out, coach. Yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> like, someone's <laughs> agent is having on Narduzzi's shoulder, like, hey, hey, fam, take him out right now. We're done. <laughs> We're done right. here. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel that's going to end up happening. You're going to have a lot of different people involved in quarters of games. Like, uh-uh, take him out. Take him out. This mm-hmm. is done. Because I just think that just adds more. I think you're going to have more people saying we're not playing. And you're going to have more backups playing in some of these college football playoff games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just to, yeah, give you a little perspective. Last year, Ole Miss was 11. Utah was 12. Pitt was 13 at the end of the season. They would have faced Georgia, Alabama, and Michigan. No one's no no nobody needs that. Nobody again, and it means even as a pit fan saying this, it's just like sure, yeah, give us the opportunity, but like realistically, come on. Some of these, you know, the they've figured out the cream rises to the top at the end of the season. It's a mess. It's just that's what it's the season is for. Give me an opportunity to be like West Virginia played Alabama like a I'd probably I think man might have been like six, seven years ago now, first game of the season, one of those. You got your shot. You lost. Yeah. Take your shot that first week of the season to play one of these, you know, big showcase games. And that's it. Like, you got your shot. But, like, I don't want to see teams getting their shot at Alabama because they're the 12th best team in the country. Like, I don't I I don't want to see it. Like, I'm good on all that. Like, I want to see the teams who think they can beat Clemson and Alabama who actually are in the top four and they deserve to be there. And they're like, we get the shot at them and then get beat by 40. I'm cool with seeing that. (laughs) I don't right. want to see Team Twelve get beat by forty. Like I'm, I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks in a row of that until we get to that Final Four. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. God, yeah. Twelve teams. That's just a lot. It's too many, Dan. It's too yeah. many. I'm good with Lord. you. <laughs> too many. Oh man. Well, uh, here's a funny story that we have that goes very well with the brunch breakdown. Uh, Nebraska and Northwestern played a game in Ireland. Why? I don't know. No idea. <laughs> no idea what the connection is there. No clue. But they played one there. And the uh, POS system broke down. Couldn't take any credit cards, nothing. So they just gave out free beer at the stadium. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, we think America's the greatest country. But that would never happen here, ever. They would just be like, guys, sales are off. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like, no, it's down. They gave away food. And beer. Because they're like, what are we going to do? This is all here. These fans are here. That would never happen. They'd be like, like, what about all that food you've already pre-made that you're going to throw away because you can't sell it? Oh, that's what we're going to do. That's that's <laughs> what we're going to do. 
Yeah, not in this country. No, and of Ireland of all places to give away beer. Boy, they don't get a taste of college football, but now they are. They're gonna be flocking over here, thinking it's just part of <laughs> part of how it works. Um, and I tell you what, I think that game, and I think that turned out to be an exciting game. I think, yeah. but like, boy, I mean, when you see Northwestern and Nebraska on the schedule, you you deserve some free beer if that's the game <laughs> that you're that you're watching. So they kind of deserve it. They kind of deserve it, but just wild that that was a decision that these vendors made. They're yeah. like, yep, give it away. We don't care. And I'm just like, does that like what does that just happen? Another like, I just it's so obvious that that would just never happen here. Like it would just never yeah. happen. They would just be like, no, no, sorry guys, we're not selling anything. Uh, we're gonna try to get our systems back up, but uh, everything is down. No, no one's giving away anything free. No one's giving away anything free here at the game. But that's a cool right. experience. And you're right. Because it was Northwestern and Nebraska. And those people are like, oh, we want to go watch American football. This is American football. Uh, yeah, you get these two teams. I, good <laughs> Lord. I, I just don't understand who schedules these things. And who says, we're going to put those teams over there. That'll get them going. It's like the NFL. They put like the Jaguars over there every in uh, right. London every year. And you're like, yeah why <laughs> you're trying to get people inspired and trying to grow the game and you put the jaguars over there every year get out of here not helping you're hurt you're no. hurting them you're hurting them uh next year it's uh navy and notre dame okay playing in ireland next year that makes sense. so better right yeah better makes a lot more sense i don't know if the beer better hope the beer is not given away for free at that game but just an absolutely insane story that that was a decision that they made and you're right. It would never happen here. Never, 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 never. No. Never happen here. How long would you wait in line for a free beer at a college football game that you didn't particularly care who the team was? Oh, pretty long. Pretty long. <laughs> pretty long. Like, you got TVs around the con- got TVs around the concession stands. I'm good. I'll yeah. wait. I'll be like, yeah, you can I'll, imagine I'll be that, back. That stuff is so expensive in stadiums. So expensive. It's so damn expensive. It'd just be giving it away for free. I'd be loading up loading up uh, good for them <laughs> well dan before we get into what we're listening to one thing i do want to ask talk to you about and i wish chris was here because you guys were there and i was jealous that i wasn't the backyard yep. brawl what were your assessments how did it feel was it emotional was it a crazy atmosphere did you feel like you wanted to kill everyone from west virginia i i just want to know like i haven't i i didn't hear any horror stories i haven't seen any because you know when usually when one thing happens it turns into every fan of this is awful but i saw none of that it seemed like it was like it seemed like it was all love and kumbaya and a really entertaining football game probably one of the more entertaining football games we'll see all year honestly yeah yeah um so it, there was definitely this kind of mood around the area and people have have said that they've never seen the north north shore of pittsburgh that busy people were tailgating on like residential streets just to park <laughs> and tailgate it was an absolutely incredible scene the amount of people the amount of tailgating going on because they decided to put this game on a beautiful thursday mm-hmm. evening and a lot of people let me tell you took the day off a lot of people <laughs> took the day off. Um, and I think I think fans from both sides were just excited for the rivalry to be back, for the backyard brawl to return after 11 years, a ton of history there. Um, you know, light jabs maybe, but, you know, 
we witnessed this with Penn State years ago when that rivalry returned, and it did not start off very smoothly. It was very, very verbal uh, early and often in that uh, campaign. But with Pitt and West Virginia, I think people were just happy to be back. And no, it wasn't all that bad. There were there was a an incident or two or three that I witnessed in this in the act once we were in the act <laughs> during the game. Uh, but that's what happens when you're you've been dr- drinking for Jesus. eight hours yeah. all day and you get a little loosened up and maybe your team's playing a little bit better than most people anticipated them to be playing and the game's a little closer. And, you know, so West Virginia fans are happy and Pitt fans are pissed off um, as I was. Uh, but especially I heard a lot of people being like, this is going to blow out. And I said, absolutely. No, it's not. Absolutely. No, it's not. I don't care what the spread is, but uh, it was a fun electric environment, an incredible game. Uh, I got you best your ass. I got the hell out of there when <laughs> when we saw some zeros on the scoreboard because we'd be in the in the mess of it all uh but it was it was overall a uh a much more pleasant experience than i actually expected because i've been to those games before and they're not always pleasant um but i think there was at least a mutual level of like hey you know what this is cool that we get to do this again yeah it's weird because they haven't played they hadn't played in what this 10 years 12 years or whatever 11 years yeah Yeah, 11 11 years years 2011 yeah also a very annoying thing about watching the game was the announcer kept saying um the play-by-play guy kept saying how many days it was like whoever was in the stat who was working <laughs> stats they were like it's been three thousand blah 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 days yeah. and everything <laughs> happened in the game that was intense he's like you can feel you can see the players because it's been three thousand six hundred and thirty seven days <laughs> and he said it so many times and it was so freaking annoying Wow. But um, no, I think you have when you have a decade over a decade of a team not playing the the passion for them playing like isn't there. So you're kind of just happy that everyone's yeah. there. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that was, you know, because it was either, you know, maybe next year's game will be a shit show. Maybe the year after that will be the more traditional hated rivalry thing because they've played mm-hmm. each other a few times and whatnot. But like, yeah, it seems like that that kind of makes sense when you have like a whole decade of college graduates who lots of them moved to Pittsburgh anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have friends from Morgantown and you've got these dual tailgates going on. You didn't see that before. You know what I mean? Now right. you have a whole decade of people who have been graduating school who like all have just been together. And then it's like on that day, they're all just partying together. So. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And tailgating was like that. Everybody had their in the same lots, but separate parties. And there wasn't yeah. really a whole lot of yelling back and forth. And, you know, you, everybody has their chance and whatnot through the game. But you expect that that's part of yeah. the game. But I think you're right. I think it's going to be the animosity level is going to get severely turned up next year when that game returns to Morgantown. <laughs> um, and now that it's kind of back in the thick of things, um, they need to play that game in November, though. I'll say that that game should be played in November. <laughs> As it usually, as it was previously, that that's where it belongs. Those kids are <laughs> beat the hell out uh, <laughs> after one week. We need to build a little bit more to uh, to that game, I think. But it was wild, man. Largest, uh, largest attendance for a sporting event in the history of the city of Pittsburgh. They broke a record. Largest wow. attendance for a, a sporting event any at any time. In the city sense. of Pittsburgh was was that game so well deserved and it was wild. 
Yeah. And I saw the rating on ESPN was like the highest rated college football game in like seven years or something like that, which was, yeah, you know, which is just crazy. But that shows you like, God, it doesn't matter what the records are. That's the stuff that makes me mad. And we're forgetting that's that college with the playoff. Football. It's like that's, that's college, college football. football. It's like not every rivalry yep. is Alabama, Auburn or Ohio State, Michigan. It's like, no, there are these other ones like the backyard brawl that like, you know, it's cool if one of them is messing up a great season or something like that. But like also mm-hmm. it's just cool when they play. Like yep. when you have these teams yep. who play who are 70 miles away from each other, it's like, yes, that's what it is. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good to hear that all things happen. You didn't get in a fight. All things are good. So no. I know you're one to fight, Dan. So I'm just happy that no one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's get to what we're listening to. Dan, what are you listening to this week? What's uh, what's happening? Yeah, first up on my list is a band called Floor. It's spelled F-L-O-R. And honestly, they're one of my wife's favorite bands. And I've always kind of been like, eh, on them. Uh, But they released a new song last week called Every Night. And I'm like, okay, I'm on the train. Let's go. Give me more of this. Super catchy melody. Uh, And it kind of gives me, the first time I heard it, I thought like I should be driving late night on uh pacific coast highway in cali windows down it had like i don't think that type of that type of band necessarily but the song gave me that kind of vibe like that's where i should be listening to as the summer winds down and all that stuff so floor uh every night is the new song nice all right well dj khaled just put out a new album called god did and here's (laughs) the thing about dj khaled uh there's something on there for everybody there is. I'm not telling. Never listen to a DJ Khaled album thinking you're going to love the whole album. It's just not how it works. <laughs> it's not with DJ Khaled. It's all about the vibes, right. baby. And the vibes change from song to song. And this one is a banger. And I don't think a lot of people are talking about it. Party uh, by, I guess, what we're calling the new Migos, which is now Quavo and Takeoff because Offset is suing their record label. But anyways, this song bangs so whatever they call themselves i don't care party is the jam it samples eddie murphy's party all the time and it's uh, this is going to be a huge song in the fall huge huge it's amazing i I love it all right all right Khaled, you can't go wrong (laughs) um how about uh, a band named chapel uh duo from georgia i probably had them on but it's uh, back on the you know, on the sounds of brunch a while back, but uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had some new chapel and I've always, always, always really been a huge fan of uh, this band. Um, And they're just, they just make a lot of indie pop jams, just really, really good indie pop music um, from Georgia and their new song called some nights. Um, And it's just kind of like a good mood song. It'll put you in a good mood. It'll keep you in a good mood. Um, And like I said, always been a big fan of chapel. Um, They've kind of just, you know, kind of stayed on this level. I feel like they could, they're like on the verge of, of breakout and it never happens. Uh, so hopefully things like this will help. So chapel with some nights. Nice. Uh, and, you know, on that same note, somebody who I feel like needs to break out because I just love her so much. Payday, my favorite, just one of my favorites. Bring, she's back. She's got a new album on the way. A uh, song called White Mercedes that I just love. I, I love, she's just, very weird and i just i very i very much so enjoy this this young redheaded rapper from girl from chicago from not chicago seattle payday white mercedes you're either lover or hater because she's a weird one i love it (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, last one for me is Youngblood. He released his hey. brand new album, self-titled album, uh, last week. And I think this is the first, it's like the first or second song on the album uh, called Tissues is the album, is the song I'll put on. Um, it's a little pop forward, which there's always like some, you know, semblance of pop within his music. It just depends on kind of how it fits. Uh, so this one's, you know, more pop forward, but still has those kind of like alternative ties and vibes that you know we're used to from from young blood very very creative really uh very always very interested in his sound and his work um i haven't made it the whole way through the entire album yet but i can almost guarantee you that it's probably really amazing so check out the album from young blood and the song tissues solid all right this last one that i have uh is by a dude named anise which I never heard the song, never heard of him. It's called Sun and Moon, and he is just talking about this girl. And I don't even know if Anise is an actual singer because it doesn't really sound like it. He's not the greatest singer in the world, but this song just sounds like a dude who just was like, you know what, woke up one morning, picked up a guitar, and made this song. Granted, I'm sure he has lots of songs on the internet, and I'm sure he would be really mad if he ever heard me say that. But like, that's what the song feels like. It just, and I mean that because it feels like natural. It just feels like he's just literally talking about this girl who is his sun and moon. And it's just, it's just a really cool love song. I'm telling you, this is going to be a song. I would not be surprised. That will be a first dance song for a lot of people at their weddings. So be ready for that. And I don't even mean that in like a really cool way. Cause this song is like, I heard it on, I heard it on the radio. And then I heard it again. We were outside of waiting outside for our table at this barbecue restaurant that we love. And I heard it there. And I was like, I think this is just going to be one of those songs that just creeps up, creeps up. Then all Mm. of a sudden you're just, it's just one of those songs. Like I remember that there's just always a song every year that just kind of like fits on the radio. You don't really know who it's by just the song. No one knows who the person is. And I feel like this might be the one of 2022 you'll hear it okay. and you'll get what i'm saying like okay i don't know if we'll remember him but like yeah it's like james arthur say you won't let go like where's james arthur yeah that. right <laughs> like that it's just there's just certain songs that end up happening like that i feel like this might interesting. be interesting yeah interesting okay yeah i can't wait to hear it yeah man nice. well that's what we're listening to make sure you check out the sounds of brunch playlist on spotify updated every friday and it will be updated on friday this week i promise you that <laughs> for sure <laughs> um dan any final thoughts before we get out of here uh we're gonna name the inaugural bishop sycamore classic game of the week we all remember yes. the fake uh high school football team from actually one year ago um just a team of like what are you doing here uh last week i think you named it was uh duquesne at florida state yep uh Classic Bishop, Bishop Bishop Sycamore Classic this week. Akron at Michigan State. Uh, a little three, th- a thirty-four and a half point underdog. So, what are we doing here? What are we doing there? Why? Why do we do this? But yeah, that's your Bishop Sycamore game of the week, sponsored by Fanduel. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the brunch breakdown, and we're out.